Previously on Babies and Broadswords. Ignatius and Debella, who did not fall down the hole, after a few minutes of walking, you can see light coming from the end of the tunnel. And the farther along you walk, the more greenery there is. Debella, you start to feel at home the more plants you see. This, this, not necessarily at home, but a sense of the familiar. I guess I want to talk to my locket. Oh, you brought us to a very interesting place today, haven't you? Maybe we should all just grow here. Maybe we just put our roots down and grow. They seem very intent on staying, Debella. I try and shut the locket. Don't worry, Debella. I got you. There's a snap. Uh, and the locket closes. Not really paying attention to your surroundings. You've got your eyes on the rail ahead of you. Which is why you really don't notice the huge spider web that covers the entire tunnel and you stand in front of this 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 web that reaches up to the ceiling which is about maybe 10 or 11 feet up and you hear a voice behind you that says i wouldn't do that if i were you you turn around <gasps> who snuck up on you and there's henry and thwompkins with a large furry creature with a long snout i would i wouldn't touch the web unless you want to a whole bunch of new friends coming down that hallway. You can call me the caretaker. A couple of black shapes like skitter out from kind of behind the web. They're pointing down at you and change. Hey, speak why? You speak of funny. You're speaking funny. <gasps> Excuse me, um, you've put this right in the way of a train. It was rude for the train track to run over our home every five days. What if you had a new home? It does sound kind of rude. Can we can we help you move? Henry, what does it look like when you incinerate the spider web? Henry, like, it comes out just... It's not actually an inferno. It's just big enough to, like, definitely make a, a person-sized or a toddler-sized hole. <laughs> but that's huge for Henry. That's, that's great for us. Uh, I think you could fit the whole village through there. Come on, uh, fo- yeah, follow let's, us. Let's go. We'll lift your whole village. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Babies and Broadswords. Jason, your sitter. I'm excited to be here. We've got a full house in today. Why don't everybody say hi and tell us who you're playing again, just as a reminder. All the way from Brazil, Rocky, why don't uh, we start off with you? Hello, I'm Rocky. I'm, I play Steven, the Brazilian vampire, who is so dang sleepy because he just spends the whole night awake. <laughs> you shouldn't let, leave your babes awake all night, just saying. No, uh, Esteban's sleep schedule is all screwed up. Yep. Because um, he slept those 300 years Because he box. slept those 300 years, yeah. You know what, you can't let, you, you can't let your babies oversleep. Um, yeah, 300 years give you such a crick in the neck. Such a crick <laughs> in the neck! Oy. And now Disney's going to sue us. Thanks, Rocky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Also from parts far, far away from me, uh, Ms. Baldwin, how about yourself? Good morning. Hello, good morning, or good afternoon for me. Uh, I'm Lee Baldwin, I play Dave Bella, the Furbolg. 
who's um, getting to know her plant life a little bit better lately. <laughs> With the creepy, weird railroad plants. <laughs> nice. Uh, speaking of knowing plant life pretty well, how about Mr. St. James? How are you today? I am well, Jason. Thank you. Uh, I'm Jimmy St. James, and I play... Who do I play? I play Ignatius, the tabaxi sneaky pants. Augustus? Julius? Augustus, Julius, Imperio. You know him as many names because he's uh, weird like that. (laughs) He doesn't like his name. Yes, but we love him. Um, He's cool. He's he's cool. cool. He's cool. He's very cool. Very cool. Uh, He's got the stats to prove it. Um, Perhaps not as cool, but certainly as enthusiastic. Uh, Jack, how are you doing today, sir? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that intro. Thank you for that. You bet, bud. (laughs) Hi, I'm Jack. I'm uh, one of the setting illustrators on Babies and Broadswords, and I play Thwompkins. Ready to roll. Baby Barbarian. Gargoyle. Also questionably Disney content, but not going to get into that. (laughs) Again, they're already just dying to shut us down. Um, (laughs) Oh, yes. The really small podcast. Those are the ones they want. Come at us, yo, Disney. We're ready. Yeah. yeah. Did did you hear they have a gargoyle? (laughs) We have two properties with gargoyles. Clearly, they can't have a gargoyle. And their vampire has a crick in his neck. Mm. (laughs) Okay. And they have pirates. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shut it down. Shut it down. Oh, man, you're right. You're right. I've just been ripping off Disney properties, haven't I? (laughs) <laughs> it's impossible not to these days they own everything and and finally our fearless leader uh over in the corner there good he- henry's definitely not the th- the fearless leader <laughs> oh i meant you the... i meant you Aaron. oh okay <laughs> at least on paper anyway yeah. <laughs> on paper if nothing else uh, i'm Aaron. i play henry the hypoallergenic dragon he has bad allergies and is very majestic. He's, he's the most majestic dragon ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, f- players, friends, let's get right into it. When last we left our daring group of, of toddlers, you had found yourself standing in front of a large spider web that was blocking the railway to the city. An old mole man uh, called himself the caretaker who said he'd be happy to take you to the city, but, you know, there's this giant spider web. Um, Upon studying the spider web, uh, two little hooded figures poked their pointy little snouts over the top of the spider web um, and told you in adorable cartoony voices that the spider web was there because the trains ran right through their village and they didn't want anybody knocking their village over. Um, I don't know why they built it right on the train tracks. That's They claimed they were there <laughs> first, you know, and maybe they were. You don't know. Someone put um, the tracks underneath the village. Right. Someone just came through one day and just put tracks right in, right in the middle of the, uh, of the town. Logic um, is not their strong suit. <laughs> 
logic has no place in this game. I thought we kind of did that <laughs> Well, they took the RATs, not the SATs. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> SATs. I have a problem with standardized testing, and let me tell you all about it right now. This is the form. All right. <laughs> So, uh, you, your crew, I believe you guys had decided that you were going to help them move the village? Is that what we... Henry was going to pick it up with his okay. mighty dragon wings. And then just move it. So the, so the two dragons, or the two dragons, the two rats uh, have uh, kind of helped you cut a, a pathway through the spider web, and you've all walked onto the other side. Uh, Cut, I believe we burned. You burned it. That's right, Henry. Henry burned it. Burned, Thank you. Baby. Majestically? Uh, majestically. So majestic. Pretty majestically. Somewhat majestic. Pretty majestic. Barely. Majestic enough. Uh, uh, was not big enough for the caretaker to get through, so he's kind of hanging out on the other side. Uh, but you were following the rats along the rails towards their village. As you walk through this tunnel, um, the tunnel widens. And it's, it looks more and more kept up. Lots of parts of, of the underground are kind of shabby and falling into disrepair. But this part of the tunnel is uh, maintained a little better. There are more of those glowy bricks uh, embedded into the walls so you can see uh, better what you're doing. And you can see where you're going so there's less chance of, I don't know, develop, let's say, tripping over something. <laughs> um, and it's also a big round circular tunnel as well. So, uh, Ignatius, you were a little disappointed that there's less to lean on because the walls are smooth. And more rounded. than a little, Jason. Yeah. More than a little. More than a little. Uh, but uh, it's nice to not have to worry about stepping on dirty diapers or being flooded by the uh, mighty brown river. These rats keep things surprisingly clean. The rats themselves, the two uh, scamper ahead of you, jumping from rail to rail. And one of them turns at one point and says, uh, We we are... Uh, there are many traps uh, at this point. You must follow us specifically the way that we lead you. So, uh, walk this way. And he hops up on one of the rails, and the other one hops up on the other rail, and they lightly balance themselves and, and walk just on the rails themselves. They're being very careful to avoid the ground between the rails. You know, this is this actually pretty cool, so... Traps are pretty cool. The cool thing so, we got here. Just saying. So cool. Yes, we, we built the place that we live and thrive based on coolness. This was certainly a, a <laughs> well-thought-out aspect of our home. Oh, totally can tell. Um, but but seriously, be careful. Don't set off the traps. I'll be in theory too. All right. So they are walking on the rails. What are you? What are you guys? Wait, you're serious? I'm Thompkins. Somewhere, a drum. <laughs> I want to wait for the rats to go first, and and just kind of hang back for a little bit. Okay. So Debella's hanging back and and, and watching how they travel. Uh, the rest of you? Thwompkins is totally doing the uh, walk this way joke. Yep. <laughs> doing yeah. exactly what they do 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same with yeah, same with Ignatius. He's absolutely, completely bought in to do, it, do what they do. I mean, me too. Why not? <laughs> so, 
Rocky, uh, Esteban, Ignatius, and Thwompkins, uh, I need you all to give me nimbly rolls because the rats are balancing precariously on these rails and they're kind of occasionally hopping over certain spots here and there, scampering much like rats do. And tell me what you got. Four plus five is a nine. And considering I, you know, Thompkins mostly walks on all fours, all fours kind yeah. of, anyway. Kind of more of knuckle, knuckle, knuckle kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> probably not too hard. It's uh, Adventures. Oh, Nimble. Yes, it is. Ah, Nimble, Nimble is based on the Adventurous snap. Yes, he is. I have a seven. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Rocky. I got eleven. All right, nice. so Henry what? got a, an awesome four. No, oh, my oh, goodness! Oh, Henry, you better fly! Oh, Henry! Oh, Henry! Let's hope Thwom- Henry's at the back of the pack. <laughs> Thwompkins and Estebom. Estebom, not surprisingly, because we've kind of uh, decided he can walk on walls. So why the heck wouldn't he be able to easily balance on a train track? Um, but Thwompkins, surprisingly, uh. <laughs> you managed to follow the the path of the rats uh, exactly and get yourself past their trapped area. And when they stop about ooh, maybe 20 feet uh, away from where they started uh, to wait for everybody else to catch up, you, were, you two are able to follow along uh, without problems. Um, Esteban kind of lightly float walks over where he needs to walk and... And Thwompkins, you're on all fours, but you use your your claws to sort of grab the railing, so you're kind of balancing yourself. Who knew that Probably. that gargoyles were so good at balancing on very small <laughs> ledges areas? Ledges. He probably does like he probably does like a handstand and walks. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> holding onto the rail. <laughs> He's doing all these uh, unnecessarily intricate like uh, handstands <laughs> and stuff like that. And, <laughs> hey guys, look! Hey, <laughs> and uh, so cool! Whoa, whoa! So if, cool. it, if there were wires, you know, or invisible laser beams across the, the railway, he would he would have no problem uh, slinking dun, his way through them. All of a sudden, Thwompkins is wearing a, a black pleather cat suit for some reason and slinking past <laughs> all the. He's got the turtleneck. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not all jealous right. at all. I'm not jealous. Yeah, you shouldn't be because you fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Ignatius, uh, you you hop up and you're like, oh, I'm a cat. I got this. No problem. And you're like tap dancing on the rail and like, hey, showing off. And maybe if you'd spent a little more time walking as opposed to showing off, you would have gotten out of the way of Henry who who came barreling on one of the rails. (laughs) Eyes down. Eyes down. Not paying attention to where he's going, which is why he barrels right into you. And the two of you go falling off of the rail. You hear a... From the rats, or I guess in, the, in this case it'd be more about because they're small. I can't, I can't, I can't suck my breath in the NFL setup. Yeah, I did what I could. That it's hurt okay. actually. Yeah. Um, there. The rats Thank are probably you. sitting. Thank you. The rats. Yeah. The rats are probably sitting like, is that majestic? Yeah. <laughs> the the rats gasp in a falsetto. Ignatius, you fall to the outer side. Henry, you fall in between the tracks. Ignatius, when you fall, you just kind of fall off the tracks and stop for a second. And the rats all stop. You hear, very carefully, step back onto the rail. And I need you. To, I, I need you to give me another nimble roll because they're they're like they're all like, very slowly step onto the rail. 
and and sure enough, your your now your kitty senses are are focused, and you put one paw and then another and kind of manage to sneak yourself back up on the rail. And the second you get off of the the spot and back onto the rail, you hear a thunk, and these two rail spikes thunk come poking up out of the ground right where you used to be. <clears throat> your your tail gets a little whoosh, whiff of, of the air. The spikes are like thunk. Henry. Henry, Henry, Henry. You rolled a four? Mm-hmm. How far ahead of me, me is Henry? Could I, like, try and grab Have you started? Have you started yet? I didn't... Did, did Daybell well, start I going, was, or is she pulling back? And I was going to say, because yeah. I was hanging back, so is it possible I could, like, reach out and, like, grab his tail and help him from falling? Well, first give me a nimble roll. Okay. Because I haven't, like, gotten onto the tracks yet, but I right. don't know how close he is. Yeah, he's about ten feet away from you at this point, so Ooh. if you're going to get him... Yeah, I'll, I'll have to, roll. like, leap forward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nimble... <laughs> that was a slight gulp. Smart kids that's, aren't that's necessarily nimble that's kids. That's a five. Mm-hmm. Well, how about this? Uh, De Bella goes to leap forward to grab Henry as she sees him falling off, uh, and falls right on top of him. I got um, you, Henry. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, De Bella. A uh, the two of you are lying in the middle of the tracks, and you hear a whoosh, and from the ceiling a net drops. A woven net drops on top of the two of you, uh, gathers you both up, and shwoop, bounces up back towards the ceiling. You've been caught ah! in a you've been caught in a net trap, and you're just dangling all together in, in a in a puddle pile uh, in this net trap about five feet off the off the ground. Well, that's a cool trap. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, it's it okay. took us like a week to set it. Oh man. Shouldn't you guys have, like, an off switch or something? What's the point of turning traps off? So you don't get caught. We know how to walk on the rails. We told you to follow us. I tried. I'm not very good at balancing. Well, you're real good at being trapped in a net, because that's where you are right now. (laughs) I'm going to let you know I'm pretty pretty good at not being trapped in a net, too. And I want to do my... My... And try and, and try and set their net on fire. Oh my you, god, we're in the net! You want to set the net on fire while you're in above it? Above right. us! I want to shoot it for above us so that we would fall. For all those listening to this online, just to let you know, your internet is about to catch on fire. <laughs> oh! It's oh, a stretch. Swap. Oh, oh. oh. hey. <laughs> if you have a gold star, Jack, take it away. <laughs> I do have one, and I guess I will because oh, that was the... you. You had one. <laughs> that was the one I got from from the from from making from no, making uh, the invisible grandpa feel bad. You can keep you can keep your gold star, but you're on thin ice today, pal. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm on a rail. Yeah, you're on a rail. Yeah. All right. All right. Give me a beefy roll, um, Henry. Okay. And then describe what you're trying to do exactly. Okay, I am trying to light the net on fire above where we are. Because I mm-hmm. assume I'm bigger than Daybella, so hopefully I you can are. kind of reach up higher than she is. Mm-hmm. My intention is to get the net on fire and the flames are going to go up. And then they'll break the net and we'll fall down. So we want this to be a controlled burn. Yes. In a sense. So you're not just... Okay. Um Okay. So actually, I don't. I don't want a beefy roll then, since you are trying to direct your jets. 
uh, it's going to take a little more concentration on your app. So let's let's call this a brainy roll because you need to to figure out the angle. You need to figure out uh, the the intensity of the flame. You need to try not to catch Debella on fire. Okay. <laughs> With those uh, mushrooms growing out of her, she's probably I'm very flammable. She's probably a bit more flammable than most are. Yeah. So before this. I want to, to eat two cookies. Okay. And do my, that's not what my book says, so that I can get an extra plus two on my brainy roll. Okay. So I eat my cookies. <laughs> so with that, I get a nine. Okay. There is a, from Henry, just the slightest little burst of flame, uh, and it hits. So it's, it's more like you, you lit a, a loogie on fire, as opposed to, <laughs> like, it's just a little... Fire, mini fireball, uh, and it hits where the rope uh, and the net meet and burns the rope. The two of you are still in the net, but you fall uh, to the ground. Uh, you, you've, you've burned the support. Both of you give me beefy rolls. Three. <laughs> I'm going to use my... I'm not beefy, okay? I know. My, I know. I'm going to use my big boned neck. <laughs> I bet you are. I mean, maybe this is a good chance. I'm going to get a seven. You're going to get a seven? Mm-hmm. Can I decide to add some a, a perk after a roll? Uh, before the result is given? Yes, I will allow it. Okay, uh, then that makes it a five. You both take one ouchie from hitting the ground. And Daybella's De- out. And Daybella is out! <laughs> Again! Again! <laughs> I tried! It's always, with the, it's always with the ouchies, too. She just sort of, like, smacks her head on the ground. And it's that horrible sound when a child oh. hits their head on the ground. Oof. Oh, God, no. Chunk. Daybell's not had a good day. I mean, earlier in the day, she had a nail through her foot. Did she already <laughs> fall? Know, Can so I try to, to grab her? Can I try to get, catch her? You're already across, uh, Esteban. You wouldn't be able to get there in time to, to, to grab them. Oof, yeah, so Daybell, oh, I, I I just, when you mentioned that sound, like, I'm hearing it again from you when my exactly kids were. You exactly what yeah, it is, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, it's just, it's giving me fla- terrible flashbacks. I know, right? So when you were dropped as a child. <laughs> yeah, when I was dropped as a child. <laughs> many times. Um, we can see. Yeah, you can, you can oh. look at my head and you can just tell where it's, it's a little flatter on one side. So, uh, so Daybella um, breaks down into a crying fit. Lee, I'm going to ask you to... Put your microphone and your headphones away. You can Bye, ret- Lee. You can return at uh, whatever at eleven after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> so Daybella has broken into one of her crying fits yet again. Jeez, with this kid. You know she was wearing my helmet. She was wearing her helmet, and that's probably why her head didn't crack even harder. So at least your helmet kept her brains in. Um. Henry, uh, do do you want to grab up Daybella and put her on your back in in her nor in her normal spot? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I can I can do that. I'm not very beefy, but I'll I definitely will try okay. to carry her. Uh, she doesn't weigh much. Uh, she's mostly mostly fur. She she's mostly fur and uh, fungus at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Neither of which weigh all that much. With giant feet, her feet are just thumping up against the ground. Listening very carefully to the rats, focusing very carefully on your balance, you do manage to get past the the, tra- the trap zone, the minefield, uh, even with Daybella on your back. The uh, the the rats go. Oh, you took a heck of a drop there when you caught our net on fire. Perhaps you shouldn't 
net people who you have invited into your home. That's actually pretty pretty smart. Yeah, don't do that. Thompkins is giving Diabella a hug while on Henry's back. She she accepts the hug. It makes her feel a little better, but not for three more minutes. <laughs> oh, if the train's gonna come through here, is the train gonna set up all the traps? And is the train gonna like the choo choo train gonna be netted? I uh wrecked the the net. The two rats put their their paws on the sides of their face, like, oh, we didn't even think of that. We're gonna have to unset all those traps. Oh. Well, I mean, I guess you took care Perhaps of Perhaps an off switch would have been a good idea. Yes, an off switch. You're very smart. Uh, well, you did take care of the net trap. That's one less trap we're going to have to permanently disable. So, uh, here. And he reaches into his, his pouch and he pulls out a couple of band-aids. And he gives them to, gives them to you, Henry. Uh, and he goes, here's slappies on your boo-boos next time. Okay, how many band-aids? I'm sorry, bandages, not band-aids. Two. Adhesive medical strips. Adhesive strips. Uh, two, but they they only count as one item. They only take okay. up one one spot slot in your in your your capacity. Yeah. Um, you can you can stack a few of them before they take up another slot. So the rats are like, okay, good, come on, let's let's go. We're past the trap zone. Well done. Following directions, those of you who managed to follow directions. Well, wasn't that we easy? Well, no, it it's, wasn't. Stinkle. It's, we're trying to protect our home. Why would we make them easy traps? That doesn't make any sense. Well, because there's babies around here. I want to protect your home, too. I'm trying to help. And I'm appreciative of that. Are you? Are you? And normally there, aren't, normally there aren't babies in the sewer. I mean, who would just let babies run around a sewer? This is not... We've come across one, two, four, seven... seven uh, Fourteen. 1,900 babies in the sewer so far. 1,900 and... Wait, hold on a second. Are you telling me that you guys, you rats, are not rat babies? No! Why you at the orphanage? Wait, are you adults? I'm 37! Whoa! That's crazy. In rat years, that makes me 214! Wait! I don't even know. They're adults! Can you adopt us? (gasps) I mean... I, I guess there's probably some paperwork we'd have to go through. and <laughs> That'd be cool. I'm a rapper. Yeah, I, I could be a good boy. We could live in the sewers permanently. I mean, That's what do you cool. what do you think? What do you think, Strong? Do you want to adopt a couple of kids? Tompkins puts on, puts on his, his, his best, his best adopt me face. <laughs> the silent rat, his face, his little face scrunches up and he, and he chitters something in rat, rat speak, which, which you guys don't understand. And I think that means yes. Henry's trying to look beefy and majestic while to show off his lifting skills. Like he could lift a whole village of, of rats. All right. Why don't you all give me whatever you think your <laughs> best attribute is. So you were, you were, you are showing off your very best stat, your very best skill. Problem with that is, Thompkins wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> he would be trying to look cute. <laughs> okay, well, th- then then what would you do? Whatever you would do... That is his worst stat. To convince, whatever you would do to convince these rats to look as appealing as you possibly can be to convince this, this nice rat couple to adopt you. I'm looking cool. Henry is using a guile roll. <laughs> okay. To <laughs> Im- impress upon with his majesty and might... And got Nate. Okay. Okay, considering Thropnitz is, is trying his to be cute, 
with adorable. Mm-hmm. That's his worst stat. Yeah, that sounds about right for Thwompkins. It's yeah. a four. Okay, that sounds about right for Thwompkins. Oh <laughs> Poor sweet boy. Rocky, how are you trying to impress these potential new parents? How's Esteban doing? I don't even know if Esteban wants parents. I mean, he's 300 years old, but... Yeah, yeah, he can take care of herself. I spent most of that time sleeping, but still. Do, do we have any spider webs around yet? No, this part of the tunnel is very, very clean. This is obviously the part where the rats, uh, they take care of, of this. We're getting You're getting closer to their town. Pumpkins has spider webs on his uh, loogie that he carries around. That's true, he does. It's probably attached to the side of his head, so just gross. to explain the terrible role. That's so did gross. did you, yeah. we brought the, the net with us? Uh, if one of you wanted to grab the net, sure, I'll let you do okay. that. I'll try to, to install the net again, the, the ceiling, to show that, that it can be used. So, so you, you climb up the ceiling to try to reinstall the yeah. net? Okay, so, um, yeah, I guess give me, a, give me a nimble roll to see how well you, you, you scurry up the ceiling. What an interesting phrase to come back to, by the way, which is, how many spiderwebs are there nearby me? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. Too many. I mean, if you time. knew the context of what we're doing. <laughs> so I got a nine. Okay. Uh, Ignatius, how are you trying to impress these potential new parents? Uh, I'm being cool, and I have a nine. Okay. I'm going to lean against nothing. Ooh. <sighs> And Daybello, you have found out that these rats are actually grown-up rats, not baby rats. And everyone is trying to impress them for the possibility of maybe getting adopted by these grown-up rats. Okay, so I wake up and I'm just like rubbing my head, looking around. Alright, I stop crying, more of. Oh, Daybella, you okay? And Thumpkins gave you a hug. I think so. It's okay, Daybella. We love you. <laughs> we love you guys. Thumpkins gives Daybella a cookie. Oh, I'm going to... Have a cookie. Thank you. I'm going to... Daybell's just kind of confused, and she pulls okay. out her uh, handkerchief doll mm-hmm. and just kind of hugs it and looks around and says, who, who are you guys? It's the same rats I'm... who have been leading you. No, no, you. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm asking in character. Because uh, you guys said, I don't know, do we learn their names or anything? They uh, no, no, you were the first one to ask their names, so that's nice. Um... Oh, okay. Oh, the grown-up lad. Yeah. The uh the, the rat who's sitting on the talking is Oh well I'm I'm Screech and, and this is my life partner Scrong and we are the scouts for Rusty Rails. Screech and Scrong. And thank you thank you for asking for our names, young child. I would just call you mom and dad. Um well Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um right, we, so, yeah, Daybell is trying her best to look cute and be nice because She's asking them questions and stuff. Okay, so so give give me a give me an adorable role then. Um, is it possible? Can I make this precociousness? Yes. Because you can. I am speaking to them and I'm asking their names, which mm-hmm. I know that the other guy got mad because nobody had asked him. Yes. And so I'm learning from talking to other uh, rat people. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So not very cute. Make this a make this a, a crafty role then. Crafty. Yeah. Okay, so that's a ten. Ooh. I have a plus one to crafty. The the little uh, screech, the one who does the talking, paddles up on his on his hind paws, and he can't quite pat you on the head because you're about a, you know a foot taller than he is. But he like <laughs> pats you on the arm and and says, "You're very polite, young thing. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I can be polite too, please. Thank you." <laughs> Scrong tells me that we're not really. The adopting type, but 
but maybe somewhere in the town we can talk to somebody who might be more willing to to adopt you guys. Yay! Strong and I are. That's okay. I've heard this whole thing. <laughs> well, you know, we we we, we we're, okay. we're 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 scouts and we live a very dangerous existence and we're, we're oh yeah we're yeah, really not the parenting type. Yeah, that that's that's okay. That's what everybody says. Okay, okay. Well, there's ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Have you seen how it is? Up there, up there. Yes, yeah, I'm. I'm not saying that you're not just a bunch of swell little kids, and yeah, and we're that. certainly help thankful for all the help. But they we, say that too. We yeah. really just don't have the. I mean, the we don't even at home. Or we we don't. We're we're half them. of your size. We we live in an old coffee tin. I don't even know where we would put you. <laughs> I, I love coffee. I love it. I can just sit outside. Pumpkin to sniffling. Oh, jeez, kids. Um, we could help build you a new house oh, with many gosh. coffee tins. Oh, Little does Jason know, my objective is to make him as sad as possible oh, about boy. us being orphans. <laughs> <laughs> the damp air of the cave keeps my mushrooms happy. Strong, meanwhile, is just like he's he hasn't said anything, but he's like he's he's blinking rapidly, like he's blinking back tears, and he's just. He keeps he keeps turning away like he's looking oh, at something God. else. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Don't be fad. Randomly pointing. And like, We're not okay. Just oh gosh. Um. Pumpkins walks over and it, it makes a gesture for a hug. I don't. Oh, 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 okay. It's okay. Screech gives you a hug, but it's very much the grown up hugging a, a child he doesn't know. So it's kind of more like a, a just a. Like a yeah. lean in with a personal <laughs> space hug. Personal space hug. I'm, and he pats and you. And Swamp Kids is doing the exact opposite. And he pats you on the <laughs> like, Okay, okay, okay. That's good. Okay, kid. That's good. That's a good hug. You're squishing the life out of this little rat. Okay, okay, okay. Good hug. See, I okay. gave. I, I gave good hugs. Yeah. Oh, he's he's definitely leaning to one side and like holding his little paws against one of his ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just get. Let's just get you kids into the city, okay? And Thompkins says with a sweet voice, It's okay, I forgive you. Oh boy, okay. Just follow us, we're almost to, te- we're almost to Rusty Rails. Oh, jeez. Okay. The walk is uneventful. It's very awkward yeah. now. It's very awkward, it's very quiet. If we weren't children, we would feel the shame. The, the, the kids quickly forget, but the, the ad- adult rats are, are very quiet. And... They're going to have a talk later on about their future. <laughs> they really need to kind of sit down and figure out where the relationship is going. I mean, it's never really been an option before, but you know. <laughs> but it may be, maybe. May- adoption is an option. Who knows? It rhymes. As you get closer, to Scree- Screech stops you for a moment after about 10 minutes of walking, turns you and says, okay, uh, just around this turn is Rusty Rail. It's the, the center of, of rat life in this part of the underground. It's pretty big for a rat town, but you all are pretty big yourselves, so... Thank you. Just, you know, try not to try not to knock anything over, like the town square or the bank or anything like that. That would be great. Okay, I won't lean on anything like I did at the pirate place and I knocked down that one that one girl's building. Okay, you have a history of knocking down people's houses. Something told me that might be the case. <laughs> Just I built her a new one. Not every time. Everyone in in Rusty Rail is pretty laid back, but, you know, just do what you can to not cause any damage. And he scampers along. Scamper, 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 scamper. Uh, <laughs> Scrange follows. And suddenly, boom, there it is. Rusty Rail. 
It is a town in three parts, each part bisected by the, the, the tram rail that runs right through it. It is a village made of all the detritus that's been dragged out of the river or snatched from the orphanage above. You see buildings made of old wooden blocks and, and empty laundry sacks, and, and you recognize the tobacco tins that the janitor uses to roll <laughs> their smokes, and, and it all looks real flimsy from far away. But there are rats scurrying up and down and all around, and they're all dressed in little doll clothes. So some of them wear <gasps> little fancy petticoats, and some of them wear the same hoods that, that Screech and Strong are wearing. Some of them are in little bonnets. There are little oh. rat kids in a, in, a, in a line that you see. So what you're saying is they're all incredibly cute. It's so freaking cute. Definitely going to Swiss. There, yes, there's, there's old, yeah, one with a little newsboy hat sitting on the corner going, extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> I love this place. We have to live here. I want to live here. There are a couple of rats that are riding tiny horses around, and the, the, the horses are, are like six inches tall, and, and, and you don't know where tiny little horses come from, but they're like tipping their, their, their little ratty cowboy hats to, to people <laughs> passing by. They got cowboy hats. They got cowboy hats. They got horses. They have horses. And there's tiny little tumbleweeds roll across every now and then. <laughs> this place is crazy. So the rails go through the middle of the town. On the left and right of the rails, you can tell these are where the rats live. Like they're 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 kind of set up uh, almost in a pueblo style, a pueblo Indian style. Um, so they're almost kind of built into the sewer walls, stacked up high and around. So rats will scurry up the the sides to their homes. The middle, the main thoroughfare, seems to be t- more taken over for for public life. So there is there's a big tent. The tent is made completely of socks that have been sewed together <laughs> um so now you know where all the missing socks are unmatching yes unmatching socks, what's my yep. sock it's your sock and under the tent are a bunch of little stalls there's a there's a little ratty marketplace there's a square of blocks with 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 wooden block columns that's been set up past the kind of past the uh the marketplace and you can see a rat standing behind a little podium and he seems to be giving his speech to a bunch of other rats who are who are standing around. So it's like an outdoor gazebo coliseum type thing set up, made of old wooden blocks. And it's it's it seems to be a thriving, vibrant community. You count about well, you you can't count, but they're probably about you know there are more than ten and less than a hundred rats running around. So it's a good sized population. And and Screech and Strong kind of stand proudly. The town of Rusty Rails. Oh, it's, it's Willie. Ooh, it's pretty sweet. I love it here. Yeah, I, I don't mean... think we should move it. It's perfect. I know. It's like the best place I've ever been. Yeah, I want to live here. I want to live here too. What do we even come to the sewers for? To leave, I think. <laughs> the harmonica? I have that. I guess I'll scrap everything else because you guys have decided to live in the sewers. <laughs> it's worked, guys. Uh, Screech and Strong look at, at you guys and you say, and they say, um, well, if you're going to help us move the city, uh, we should probably talk to the mayor. But he's giving a speech right now. So do you want to kind of take a little tour of the town? Maybe visit the marketplace? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They got cookies? Uh, well, yeah. Co- oh, my gosh. Take cookies for cookies. <laughs> well, Black yeah. cookie, so good. <laughs> we got people who will barter. You can trade them items for cookies or you can trade cookies for stuff and all all things kind of end up in in rusty rail it's a it's a hub of commerce 
I don't really have any stuff. I always let my friends get the stuff. Maybe, uh, maybe you know, I teach P the Lazio to be cool because you're cute, but you're not cool. Oh, you don't think we're cool, huh? Oh, I mean, you could always be cooler. Take a look at Rizzo over there. And he points to a, a rat who is wearing a leather jacket uh, and sunglasses. And he's, his, his little ratty hair is greased back. <laughs> And Disney would also like to have a talk with us again. And he's and he's leaning, <laughs> he's leaning against a, a wall, and uh, he just kind of every once in a while gives a little head nod, little little up chin to the people passing by. You know, I stand collected. That's okay. I'm. <laughs> I'll I'll just watch. It's okay. Henry wants to go over to the uh, marketplace because he really yeah. wants to trade for some cookies. All right, so Henry. Yeah. As you get to the, the marketplace, the uh, which is underneath the, the tent of, of missing socks, you're a little big for the marketplace, Henry. So you find yourself having to get down on your belly and kind of soldier crawl <laughs> your way in a little bit. Uh, and even so, you're, you can feel the, the top of your head, your ears kind of brush against the, the, uh, the, the top of the tent. <laughs> but none of the rats seem too worried about it. But if you guys are going to shop in the marketplace, you're all going to have to get on your hands and knees and kind of crawl under there. I do that. For sure. Me too. There's so much, there's so many stalls, it's kind of hard to discern what's going on. So why don't you guys give me nosy rolls to see if you can kind of, I mean, well, first of all, before we do that, what's everybody looking for? Henry, you want to, you want to, you want to sell some stuff? Yeah, Henry has okay. no cookies, so okay. would like to buy some cookies. Okay. Uh, what about anybody else? What are you, what are you looking for? What, what are, what? Well, my construction paper armor. Mm-hmm. Could do a little sprucing up. But okay. also, uh, I'm looking for a buddy to go with my doll. Can't okay. just have one doll. They need You gotta need friend. another doll, sure. Mm-hmm. Anybody else going shopping or in the marketplace? What are we looking for? Let's continue on with the uh depression. Um Thompkins will continue to look for said potential new parents. <laughs> <laughs> they they said there might be some. Okay. All right. Don't worry. We don't have to go heavy into that. Yeah, they said. Uh, they said maybe we could work something out. And also, he may be looking to best figure out how to move the place. So Blomkins is both looking for parents. I'm going to help Blomkins as well. I'm going to look for a blood bank. <laughs> oh, <boy. Okay. laughs> they have those in the Western Rat Towns. Yeah, old Western Rat Towns have have thriving blood banks. There's probably plenty of blood out around here. There's like, all right. I need no. I need, <laughs> There's lots of blood around. <laughs> I need nosy rolls from all of you. Depending on how well you roll, I'll, and depending on what you were looking for, I'll tell you how successful you are at finding it. Can I use my "Don't touch that"? Or is that only for combat? Uh, I believe in the rules that is only for combat. But let's take a look. Okay. No, it is. It says is it? that. Okay. I was just trying to trick you. You trying to trick me? Yeah, you. Trying to trick me on my own game. <laughs> right, yep. Henry got an eight looking for cookies. Nosy is cuteness, right? So I got a yes, five. Sir. Okay. Ignatius gets a ten in order to assist Thwompkins with finding Ooh. a way to move this. Well, place. that's great because Thwompkins got a five. Okay. With well helping each other with battle. So it's more you doing it. It's a lot more like he's doing all the work. I got a seven. Yeah. Thwompkins too busy looking for for parents. Henry finds a table, uh, finds a rat with a table full of cookies. There's a sign above the stall. 
that if you could read, uh, it says pawnbroker. <laughs> but you're uh, you're drawn to all of the cookies, and the the little rat man sees you coming, and he smooths uh, his little ratty mustache and says, uh, "Well, partner, looking apart with some goods." So Henry Henry rubs something on his shirt to shine it up a little bit, make it look really nice and 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 sparkly, and pulls out a chain with a lock. Mm-hmm. And Ooh, says that's a good thing. He's been holding on to that one for a while. What kind of cookie conversion rates could I get for this? He he picks it up, uh, and he hefts it a couple of times, he he chews on the lock. Ah. Wumps it on his table once or twice, the lock, and then all the cookies go, and they kind of bounce up for a second. He goes, ah, good sturdy uh, lock on a chain there, partner. I'll give you two cookies for it. This is a very good lock. Obviously very sturdy. Can I try and uh, talk him into giving me three cookies? We're going to guile, oppose guile roll on this one. Yes. To see if you can negotiate with... The rat. Twelve. Oh my gosh. Oh, the rat also got twelve. <gasps> so can Henry use one of his gold stars? Yeah, if Henry wants to use one of his gold stars, Henry can absolutely use one of his Henry gold stars. Henry needs needs some cookies. Henry does not feel comfortable not having any. <laughs> Thirteen. <laughs> it's enough. <laughs> the rat rubs his chin and smooths his mustache down a few times and goes. Ah, you're a pretty savvy negotiator there, partner. Absolutely. Three cookies it is. And he pulls out three cookies. Pulls out three cookies and puts them right in front of you. Bop, bop, bop. And Henry gives gives over his lock on a chain and says, Thanks. Good doing business with you, partner. <laughs> really, uh, like he's not exactly sure what to say. Partner. Partner. Yeah. Uh, any any other transactions you want to make, Aaron? No. You gonna hold on to those cookies? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Daybella, what did you roll? Seven. Yeah, seven. Trying to find a doll. All right. Uh, you do find you you meander and you actually find two stalls right next to each other. Uh, one of them is a whole bunch of stuff just sprawled on a table. Um, or in this case, it's actually an old cupboard door that someone has stuck on a couple of bricks. Mm-hmm. But there's just junk all over it. Or at least it would be junk to anybody else. But the rat merchant who is, is selling her wares is... is uh, you can hear her, you know, shouting from across the... Today only! A left ballet slipper! Barely worn. Look, <laughs> half a piece of soap. If you're small enough, it's a whole piece of soap. Oh, <laughs> check out these fancy purple pants. And she's like showing various uh, things that she found. <sighs> and so you wander over to that table, Daybella, and seeing all laid out in front of you, she's got all of her wares, and she's selling the following. All right. Okay. Sure enough, uh, one ballet slipper, uh, half a piece of soap, a bag of what appears to be dead flies, four rubber bands, a little metal squirrel that cracks walnuts, 
a pair of purple pants with a hole in the butt, like a really, really flat rock, some scraps of paper that have been rolled in a spiral, like how you wrap a piece of paper around, a strip of paper around a pencil, and it makes that nice spiral. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the bottom half of a doll. The bottom half of a doll? Yeah. Like, just the, the legs and the torso of a doll. Like a, like a plastic, like a Barbie doll? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Well, hey there, little big lady. Uh, <laughs> interested in some of my fine goods? Oh, you have so many beautiful things. Thank you. I dug around in the sewers for days trying to find everything. <laughs> uh, how how much is the um the pants and and the this? And she holds up the bottom half of the doll. Mm. I'll give them to you for three cookies. Now she thinks for a second. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, hi. You seem nice. Two cookies. Okay, so I know that uh, as far as, like, mechanical, my arts and crafts knack Mm -hmm. is for armor. Can I use that to, like, create something just for fun if I wanted to? Yeah, I would let you do that. Sure. Okay. Like, it doesn't have to have any actual benefit. Um, Maybe it'll come in handy later. Sure. I'm going to buy those two things and then look at the soap and say, uh, I don't know, that's a pretty small piece. Uh, she holds it up and, and to her, like, it's half the size of her torso. She's like, what are you talking about? This is a huge <laughs> piece of soap! <laughs> I don't have much more room. She's, like, pretending to wash herself, but she's, like, scrubbing her whole body, like, look! Look how big this piece of soap is! She's rubbing the whole thing <laughs> on her head and on her chest. And... I really want the soap. Uh, how much is it? Half a piece of soap! Half a cookie! Half a cookie? Or or I'll take another item and trade if you've got something to trade. Okay. I will hold up a piece of candy that's pristine. I said, I got this from a magical fairy. She grabs it quickly with her grubby little hand. Sniffs at it. Ooh. This is magic candy. Are you sure you want to trade this for a piece of soap? Uh, maybe. Maybe we just make it one cookie for the other things, too. Magic candy and cookie for all these three things. Mm. Deal! Okay, I'm going to give her my berry button. Okay. So you've lost your berry button. She takes the candy, uh, giggles to herself, and just scampers off. Uh, <laughs> and you you hear her yell to the, the guy at the, the, the table next to her. Clarence, I'm rich. We can finally get that surgery. And she <laughs> runs away. That wow. was rat surgeons. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Exciting news is that our first book, Babies and Broadswords, the book with all the rules, is now available in all formats. Hardcover, softcover, Kindle PDF, and as of today, or when next update on the drive-thru RPG PDF version goes through, the print-friendly version will be updated with a more traditional font for greater accessibility. 
Even Footing Games will be at Playthrough Gaming Convention in Raleigh, North Carolina, March 19th through the 20th. Tickets are on sale now if you want to come say hi and jump in a game run by one of our fabulous sitters. We also want to give a shout out to our newest patron, Ryan. We really appreciate the support, and it is great to be able to get to know our patrons and other members on our Discord server. As always, thanks to the gentlemen for the use of their song, Rubber Ball, and now we will get back to that great baby action. Clarence, uh, the the the, uh, the rat at the table next to you, who has been like with a little, he's got a little thumbtack on the end of a pencil, and he's been like banging, <laughs> clang clang clang. Uh, he's been banging little pieces of aluminum foil. Just kind of blinks and, and looks at the whole table, and he scurries over and he yanks down the sign that was above the table that announced the the, the woman's uh, the, the the other rat's shop. And quickly puts up uh, one of his own. <laughs> he yells out, Goods for sale and blacksmithery! Clarence's goods and blacksmithery! Okay. What's a blacksmith? Dabella has sat herself down outside of the market mm-hmm. and started fashioning a doll in the same like style as the handkerchief doll. She's using the pants to kind of like tie it off in little bits. And like tie it around the legs and make herself another doll. Nice. Henry says, uh, I have these really absorbent underwear. Could that be a better use of the. Because these pants look like they are good for a, a tail. Like maybe could you make the underwear into the top half of the doll? Um. I mean, to be fair, there is a giant butthole <laughs> in those pants. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, a seat hole. There's a hole in the seat of the pants. <laughs> There's a big butthole. So you want me to make it out of underwear instead? That's, I was just, uh, maybe, uh, if you could, I don't make know. Make your doll out of these old underwear instead. That you just been carrying around? Is it yeah. lacy? Is it pretty? It, Is it prettier uh, than the purple pants? I don't know. It's, I have not used them for their intended purpose, ever. They are a really absorbent pair of undies. These particular undies uh, have pink trim around the, the leg and holes, uh, and they have little unicorns sitting on little potties <laughs> plastered all over them. And the other one's just purple pants. And the other one's just a pair of purple pants with a, with a hole in the seat. Yeah. does have a big hole. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and if you ever needed to use them for their intended use, these underwear would take away two tummy aches. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Whereas I'll, the pants just have a hole in the seat. Yeah. Henry saw those uh, pants and decided that he needed... Some pants for his majesty. His majesty would be improved by purple pants. By purple pants? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Henry, I think that's right. Henry is green wearing yeah. purple pants, so Henry is basically the incredible I was about to say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're ripping Disney again. Yay! Well, we are now. Disney owns everything. Yeah. Henry pulls, up, pu- pulls on the pants, puts his tail through the hole, and is like, <laughs> what do you think? 
What uh, do you think, guys? Yeah. Perfect. Henry. Oh, they fit you. Dude. Those pants fit great. Like they were meant to be worn by a four-year-old dragon. <laughs> um, Henry does some poses. Mm-hmm. Oh, Vogue, Vogue. <laughs> and you know what? Wearing those He's pants. He's voguing. Wearing those pants, Henry, that are just so meant for you, they feel pretty comfy cozy. <gasps> oh, man! That's a good trade. And I'm gonna make a little doll, so. Uh, so you've made the doll out of the bottom half of a doll and a pair of underpants? Yeah, so the handkerchief doll, I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, a real handkerchief doll, mm-hmm. but you kind of, like, tie it off and everything. Right, right, So she right. just kind of does that same thing, but with the undies instead of a handkerchief. So, okay, just sort of bunches sure. it up for her head mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. makes little arms. Gotcha. Tears gotcha. it in a couple places so that it'll fit. She's never gonna use these what they're supposed to be. <laughs> 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 I, I believe the handkerchief doll when you hugged it once took away one grump was the original mm-hmm. use for. It. Uh, yeah. you've en- you've enhanced your handkerchief doll so it will now take Ooh. away three grumps if you Ooh. use it. By yeah. ha- giving it a friend. Because these are two dolls now. Right? Oh, you've got oh, you've got yeah. two dolls. Okay, they need um, friends. They need they're they're friends. Okay, um, so one of them together. Is just a, one of them is just a doll, though, right? And, and, I haven't and, used it yet. Okay, so. okay, and the other. So they both have. If you hug them once, they remove a grump, right? Okay. Okay. Sure. Yes. Okay, that's the way they usually are. If you hug both of them together at the same time, it'll be uh-huh. three. It'll be their powers combined will be more. Okay. Three grumps, but it only works once. They're 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 still Good. exactly by your powers, powers combined. Captain by your Planet. powers combined. <laughs> no, no, no propaganda. On the... <laughs> I like the cartoon. I too. loved Captain Planet. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> then you then you bought okay, into it. I liked Rocky and I, I are the Captain same Planet. age. We were the perfect age for Captain Planet. Yeah. <laughs> I was also in that age group. I watched the hell out of it. They had a Brazilian in the cartoon. I love that cartoon. <gasps> I know, right? Capitano! Planets! Um, that is Spanish. Sorry. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I don't know what Captain is in Portuguese. I apologize. Capitão. <laughs> Capitão. Okay, Capitão. Okay. Right. I like that. It's like saying Capitão. Captain, but you sound cooler. So. Gotcha. <laughs> Rocky sounds cool in his language and mine. It's not fair. <laughs> you also, like I said, you've also found a craftsman shop. Uh, somebody, uh, a rat who, who appears to be tinkering with, with, with weapons and armor. Thwompkins. I basically if, funded this shop. You basically have. If anybody wants to take a look over there, Thwompkins and Ignatius, while you were looking away for, around for ways to move the city, that cool rat. Rizzo, the one who was leaning against uh, stuff in a uh, in a leather jacket and a pair of cool sunglasses, which make no sense to wear in a sewer where there's no sun. Maybe he has some bad PRK. He Wait, might. What do you mean doesn't make sense? You're right. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> he motions you two over. He like, gives you a little uh, head wave. Motions you over. Hey, yeah. Huh? What's up? Hey, kids, you, uh, you got cookies? I mean, I got a couple. What's up? Yeah? You want, you want to see something cool? I mean... I mean okay. Does the wap pee in the tunnels? <laughs> I mean, we usually pee in toilets, but I guess the tunnel is in the toilet, so technically, yes, that's a... Wait, the to- 
The yeah, toilet's and, in the tunnel? And really, wow. pal, let me give you a little advice. Leave the rat jokes to the rats, all right? No. <laughs> oh. I won't. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thompkins right. looks really confused. Oh, is that because he didn't say please? Oh, man, man, cool people. You don't say please when you're cool. Man. You thawley, don't? Thawley Thompkins. I no, I must man. have skipped that weapon. I'd say go back to school, but school ain't cool either. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I Just kidding, kinda... kids. School is totally cool. <laughs> oh, I, I, I wanted to go to school. Yeah, I would really love to go to school, but, you know, I fit my situation and that. What's your situation? You know, I ain't got no parents, I ain't got no body, you know, just- You got me! Oh. Oh, you- you kids are orphans. Yeah. That explains why you're running around the sewers un- unsupervised. Oh, that's- Oh, yeah! Oh, man, that's sad. That's- Wait, that's sad? I mean, I wouldn't say sad, I would just say it's, it's a thing. Alright, things are cool. Things are cool, man. Sp- Speaking of cool things, check this out. And he steps to the left, and he pulls out a little toy suitcase, like a little doll suitcase, and he pops it open, and there are two items in the suitcase. And they shine, they shimmer and shine. Uh. And they seem to glint. One of them is, it's an it's a old metal colander that has been beat into the shape of a helmet with like a nose guard and everything like that. And the other is a vial of some sort of liquid that kind of glows slightly pink. Uh, give me uh, crafty rolls. Seven. Seven as well. Two sevens? All right. You recognize these. Uh, the little vial seems to be a vial of, of cootie shot medication. Oh, this is very valuable. <laughs> uh, these are two bits of awesome loot. By far the nicest things you've seen so far. Oh, I like that helmet. Because uh, you, you, uh, you kids shopping for some, uh, for some special stuff. Yeah, I gave Diabella De- so. my helmet too, so I'm, I'm helmetless. Yeah, she's wearing it. Henry comes past twelve kids, like mm-hmm. crawling on the ground, and says, "Your head is made of rocks." <laughs> hey, hey, nobody asked you, kid. Trying to make a sale over here. He picks up the, the vial, and it's, it's about as big as he is, and he shakes it a few times, and he says, you kids get your cootie shots lately? Probably not. This stuff is impossible to come by. Shot of this will uh, cure anything from being cranky to being grossed out. Take care of any, anything that ails you. Oh, man. Bumpkins is eyeballing that helmet. Over here, this helmet? He bangs on it a couple times, and it makes a really, oh. sad, makes a really satisfying bong, bong, bong sound. He goes, and check this out. And he flips it over, and there are old dish rags that have, he, that's been lined the inside of the helmet. I was like, look, all, all that cold metal stuff doesn't rub against your noggin when you're wearing it. It's good, for, it's good for taking blows on the head if you're the kind of person who gets hit in the head a lot. Oh, that's me! That's me! That's me! <laughs> something, something told me that might be the case. Interested? Uh-huh. Five cookies each. Uh... Or... Huh? Maybe you could do a little job for me. 
Yeah, let's do that. Oh, I, I can have, do a job. I only have a few cookies. I had this many, and he pulls out four. Because he gave Dave Bella his uh, fifth one. <laughs> oh, Dave Bella. Did you know that Dave Bella has a lot of cookies right now? <laughs> Dave Bella is like, you keep giving her cookies every time she gets Everyone, yeah, just keeps giving me cookies. It's what Thompkins does. Thompkins is sharing, <laughs> is all about sharing. She's kind of the, Henry gave me a couple. She's kind of the cookie bank right now, yeah. I never even worked out how many cookies Thompkins got his first time around with the <laughs> with Jimmy DM that exclusive Patreon episode. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. He points over to the rat with a tiny little hammer with it with the with the thumbtack on the end of the of the, the pencil stub, banging away at the aluminum foil. And he goes, You see that guy over there? Uh-huh. Don't look at him. Oh, okay. Just like kinda like but you see him, right? But don't look at him. But like, look at him. But don't don't let him know that you're looking at him. Thompson's guys are just darting um, back and forth like he has. <laughs> that guy over there, he took something of mine, and I uh, I, I want it. I want it back. Back. Oh, what did he take? I had this cool rubber band shooter. What? what? Yeah. And, well, uh, how many cookies you want for that? No, no, that's mine. But if you if you get it back from me, ooh, I'll give you one of the items. You don't want to get rid of your good stuff. I mean, this is good stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like the rubber band shooter. But the rubber band shooter is what I want, and it's 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 got uh, it's got initials on it. It's got CR engraved in the hilt. Oh, what does that stand for? It doesn't stand for Clarence Rat, I'll tell you that. Uh, it stands for a uh, cool rat. So that's yeah. how you know it's mine, because I'm yeah. the coolest. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. I'm a cool rat, too. Wait, cool is spelled with a C? I thought cool was spelled with a K. It can be both ways. Both are very cool. Oh. It's, it's really a dialect thing, yeah, yeah. Ooh, dialect, yeah. I don't know what a dialect is, but... I, I don't know either. It is a dialect. That's all right. You don't have. To. Here's the thing about things, kids. You don't have to know what they mean to say them. That's right. A dialect. I got a dialect. I found that it's most important for kids to just repeat sounds that they've heard without <laughs> knowing what they actually mean. Yeah. <laughs> that does. I did that too. That does work very well. Like bong. Bong. Yeah, yeah. You, you did and that just, earlier with the helmet. Yeah, yeah. Bong. And just, just make that sound, like feel it in your in your mouth, and just repeat it over and over Bong. and over again. There you go. Yeah. Bong. That's how you're cool. Man, you're the coolest cool rat. Check this out. Check this out. Thompkins cups his hands to his mouth and goes bong to create more of an echo. God. Yeah. Just keep doing that. Fuck it, you're a genius! Bong! Why don't you two stand over there, and he points to another stall, and just make that bong noise a whole bunch. Make sure everyone can hear you. You know what I just realized? What's that? I got two direct. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> bong! 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 <laughs> Dawkins <laughs> does exactly that. This is the most in character children that we have done. So this he, is exactly how conversations <laughs> with kids go. He, wa- he walks you over to another stall. 
while you're both just kind of stuck in a bong, bong, <laughs> bong loop. Hey, that way! Bong! Damn it! Bong, 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 bong. While all of the bonging is going on, and all of the adults are like, "Who, are, who let these giant children around?" Rizzo was just kind of like scooping things into his bag. He's just like <laughs> moving things off of tables. As he, he's like, I gotta go back to my stall, Ignatius is. But uh, like I said, you get me the pew pew, and you can have one of my special items. Bong bong? Yeah, yeah, bong. You just bong. You just keep bonging. All right. All right, cool, cool, uh, I'm cool cat, and this is cool gargoyle. So just, you know, if you ever want to find the cool cat, just ask around where's the cool cat and the cool gargoyle at. I think I know exactly where I'll find you. I'll just listen for the bong. Bong! Oh, 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 what if, what if we did something different? Wait, 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 wait. Bing! Bing! That's even battle. Oh! Where'd you get that one? I don't know. I, oh, oh, I know. It was a sound when Bella fell and, and the helmet hit the ground. <laughs> Try it again. Bing! Bong! Bing! Bong! <laughs> That's so cool, gosh! Oh, that's so cool! is not playing along anymore. She's hey! (laughs) Rizzo, meanwhile, is back at his perch, leading us the wall, and and he is surreptitiously counting a a huge stack of cookies that he's picked from everybody else while you were (laughs) causing the bing-bong distraction. I go over to him and I say, Hey, I know what you're doing, and I want my cut. What do you think I'm doing, kid? Bing? Hey, I hung out with some big kids before, and I know how this works. I want free cookies. Bing bong? He looks around, and he, uh, he gives you two, and he goes, uh, Don't get too big for your britches, kiddo. <laughs> you, you remember me. I know, what th- I, know, I'm, I know everything, okay? Thank you. Two will work this time, and next time it's free for the distraction. <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking down. <laughs> Shaking down the rats. And if one kid's like is getting at least some kind of vibe of like looks tough and goes Bing <laughs> Bong <laughs> I go over to Thwompkins. Hey, here's our cut and I give him a cookie. Oh okay. Cool. Yeah, there you go. This is so bong. Bing so bong. Stop trying to make bong a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Estebom. Yeah, me. Estebong has been has been looking for a blood bank because apparently that's what three year old vampires do. He's just been rolling up to people like, "Can I bite you? Can I bite you? Please, 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 please." <laughs> and none of the rats, for some reason, will let you bite. Uh. Them. But you do. You do get a whiff of blood. And you follow your nose, uh, much like a toucan following the, the scent of fruity cereal. Mm. Follow your nose! To a stall where two rats are working a giant pair of scissors. It's so big that like, one of them has to like pick one. It's half the size that they are, so they have to hold one of the uh, handle rolls in one hand and, and one of the, the handle circles in the other, and they kind of like open and clamp it down with their arms. Uh, meanwhile, the other rat is pushing through 
paper and cardboard, feeding it through the the um the cutter. And every once in a while, uh, one of them goes ow, and uh and and sucks the end of their finger, and that's where the blood smell is coming from. The rat who's pushing the paper has like little nicks all over their paws. Aww. And he keeps cutting and shaking, and he's like, "Slow down with the cutter." <laughs> This is not a race! And they, they notice you watching uh, Esteban and licking your lips. Licking your lips. And, and the, the rat who is pushing the, the fabric through looks over and goes, Can we help you? Maybe. Kid? So, what, what are you doing? We're making fabric for, for clothes. We are seamsters and stresses. What's the word? Seems st- we 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 make we're tailors. We make clothes. Taylor, Taylor. Yes, there you go. That's the word. <laughs> so we're sorry. Gender equality has just recently come to Rat Town, and we're still working out our our terminology. Uh, uh and <laughs> ow! What are you? Knock it off with the scissors for a second. What are you going to do with those exactly? Well, we make clothes with some of them. Uh, both for ourselves and for princesses. We'll make houses, perhaps? No, no, no. The leftovers from your finger. The leftovers? Yes. You, you, you mean the scraps that I've been using to staunch up the blood from my, my cut fingers? What are we doing yes. with those? We'll dispose of them in a safe and, and uh, biodegradable fashion. <laughs> You have a biodegradable fashion? That's a new kind of fashion. I never heard that fashion before. Yes, it'll be all the rage on the streets of Paris oh. next year, I, I, I bet. <laughs> and what is your biodegradable fashion thing? Um, the clothes fall apart on you. No, no, no. The, the scraps. After the scraps, the scraps. Your being for the, your biodegradable. Oh, our biodegradable fashion? We throw them down a hole. Which hole? A deep one. Can I convince you to like hold on to this, and I get them later for a cookie, maybe? You want to buy these gross, bloody covered scraps for a cookie? Yeah, the most bloody covered, the bear. Why? <laughs> it's a family tradition. What can I say? <laughs> I'm not sure I feel comfortable selling bloody cloths to a giant child thing. You, you can give me then. For one cookie. Two cookies? They're gonna throw them down a hole. <laughs> I was gonna throw them down a hole before somebody offered me cookies for them. <laughs> well, you can do- throw them in the hole and get no cookie. I mean, it's your choice, no? Throw them down a hole and don't, uh... Become a part of whatever nefarious plan a small monster child has with bloody with bloody it's rags. Not that nefarious? Ow! Stop it with See, the scissors! You're not using it. You're you're just just discarding it. People can use this kind of thing, you know. Give me a guile <laughs> roll, Rocky. <laughs> Get, give yourself a plus one because she, you know payment is payment. While off in the yeah. distance, all you hear is bing bong. Wait, I got a four. In the dice, let me see my... Gaio is precautionous or cuteness? It's precociousness. Eight. 
plus one. Yes. Eight? Okay. Ah, uh, tell you what. Um, while you've been arguing about bloody scraps, uh, she has been watching her customers come close, hear the conversation, and walk away disgusted, like shaking their arm. Like, ah, look, you're... Look, I'll give you... Here, here. And she just picks up a handful of, of <laughs> bloody scraps. <laughs> Please go. And just pushes them on you. Give me the cookie and just go, okay? I don't, I don't want to know what you're doing with it. You're, just, you're scaring off my customers. Please crawl somewhere else. Thank you very much. I'll be sure to come by again. No, that's fine. No need. Best seller in town. Just saying. So, Rocky, you've got a, uh, a handful of rat blood scraps, I guess. Yay! Uh, you 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 can suck on them for nourishment, I suppose. <laughs> it's so gross. Um, Screech and Scrong by this time have have found you again. They've been off to talk to the mayor, and they round you all up. Oh yeah, and say, okay, everything is still in place. That's good. You have a handful of bloody scraps. All right, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Look some. I got a dolly. You've got a dolly? Great. I, I couldn't help but notice Maribel abandoned her life's work and ran off into the sewers, but I'm sure you had nothing to do with that. The mayor will will speak to you now, but he says you need to be more presentable. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and, and take you and get you fed up, and um, and then we'll meet with the mayor in the morning, first thing, when you're fresh, because you kids... Well, you look like you've had quite the day. We have had Thompkins. quite a day. Thompkins I'm sniffs himself. You, 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 pointing at you, Estevam, you probably don't need a nap. You look pretty well rested, but the others, you just keep saying bong over and over I'm again. Which... I'm I'm not sleepy, guys. I'm not sleepy. I'm kind of, kind of sleepy. <laughs> Screech and Scrong gather you together, and they take you to an area off to on the outskirts of the village a little bit where a big cardboard fort has been erected. It's, it's been duct taped together hastily. You can tell that they were working on it pretty recently, but it's not poorly made. Uh, the rats are good builders. They, they do pretty well with what they have and it looks sturdy uh, for a large cardboard fort. And they kind of, uh, they, they hustle you all in through the door. Uh, they've cut a little door out. And there are blankets and, and pillows all set up and bowls of mush, stewy, kind of whatever. Not sure what it is, but it's hot and it smells good. And most importantly, it's not porridge. So you all tuck in and you eat the food. And before your heads even hit the pillows, almost as if you've all agreed Psychically, you're all out. Boom. You stay awake just long enough to hear Screech go, Once upon a time in a faraway land, and then uh, feeling safe and cozy with each other in a hastily made cardboard fort in a western town full of rats. And that's where we're going to end for the day. And we'll pick back up next time. So thank you for joining us. Finally, a quiet moment. A quiet moment. 
Thanks for joining us for another episode of Babies and Broadswords. We're going to have a little bit of our, our post-game discussion. We're at the point now where we're going to be talking more about how to play the game. The rules are pretty much in set. The book is available. Now, we're, we're in, if, if you want to know how to run your own game, then stick around and we're going to start talking about that. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and we will see you all next time. And for those of you who've stuck around, welcome to Big Kid Talk Time. The game is, like I said, available for uh, Kindle-wise, and you'll be able to get the hard and softbacks as well through Amazon and through DriveThru. Please, RPG. please, please. All right, DriveThru RPG. Both sites, uh, the book looks great. Aaron uh, got proofs, and it looks so it's good. beautiful. If you haven't seen pictures on our social media, we've been posting those on the social medias. The, 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 it looks great. It's a real book, and we are so excited, which means now that the book is available, people can start playing. So one of the things uh, that was brought up, and it's kind of been a question that's been ongoing, is how does magic in our world work? That's a good question. I thought so, too. Jack brought this up. And I think this is one of those things that is both kind of up for discussion and ultimately at the sitter's discretion. But until we get to book two, until we get to book two, when we might cement things a bit. But I think what I like about the system, and I think what people are liking who have, who have had a chance to read through the book and who are game players, is kind of the open ambig- ambiguity to things like this. But I know for me, the way I have been running our game is that the line between imagination and actual magic is purposefully blurry. You know, you think about the Muppet Babies, for those of, uh, folks who might have, have watched that cartoon. For those in their twilight years. Those in their twilight years. (laughs) But the Muppet Babies would go on these huge grand adventures, completely in their imaginations. They never left the playroom, but all of this crazy kooky stuff would happen. But it was all, it was all imagining, you know. So there is a lot of that built into the way I play the game. But there's also real magic. And I think, but the way I've kind of played it, and and I don't know if anybody's noticed this, or maybe this has been too, too esoteric. The kids don't do magic. The adults in the game do the magic. And the kids' kind of imagination is how they, their way of, of facsimilating the adult magic. Because I think when you're kids, there are things grown-ups can do that you can't do. You try, and you find mm-hmm. ways in your imagination to do those. But I've kind of, in my game, the way I'm running sitters is when you grow up, then you get to do magic. It's just another one of those grown-up things that kids can't do yet. I think primarily it needs to be a discussion made by sitters to have with their players beforehand. Because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Jason, you were there during my play test where mm-hmm. one of my players was sitting there trying to cast spells to make other babies poop themselves. Right. Um, stuff like that. Well, that's just not cool. Well, <laughs> it got the idea from the uh, intro towards one of our modules and a certain backstory for an NPC. Right. Aww. Scared another baby Sorry? into pooping their pants, yeah. <laughs> and 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 the player interpreted that actual magic happened. Right, right. So, and if you want that to be how your game is, that's certainly an option. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. So I guess how we can explain away the like warlock abilities are that they're assisted by like somebody else. It's not them right. doing. It's the magic. It's not the baby really. doing the magic. It's something. Okay. Something has taken them over in a sense. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's it's mostly it's mostly something again. It's something that I think needs to sitters need to be aware that yeah. this is a discussion they have to have with their players because the players can come in with this full on 
idea that, hey, look, I'm going to be a baby. I'm going to cast all this magic. Right. I'm going to be a magic baby because it's fantasy and all this other stuff. And I'm a Thorther, which literally is a magic wielding class in mm-hmm. most things. And I think that is completely cool because you're still you're still going to be bound by the rules. You're bound by what the character class can do. It's all a matter of mm-hmm. interpretation. It's like we'll do, we use the sorcerer for for the Thorther for for an example. You're you're boredom spells Aaron interprets that as you know reading a very dull book or or talking about boring grown-up stuff whereas you might have a player who who casts that who actually casts that spell and the the effect is the same it's just the narrative of how things want to happen so so I think that the question isn't so much as can you use magic it's it's if you've decided that your babies can do magic are there limits to that power, you know, or what, or what are the limits that they can do? What, what are, what are the, the strictures you've put in place? I made the joke with one, with one of my players. I'm like, okay, well, South Park, the stick of truth, they cast a spell. They're like, I do fireball. And they light a t- piece of tinfoil on fire right, and they throw right, it right. while you got South Park, the fracture butthole, where it looks like they're actually doing the powers. I'm like, which, which would you prefer? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, this is why I always recommend a, a session zero. It's just, oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. For every game, but especially babies and broadswords, I think it's important to just have everyone together and discuss what you're looking for and what every how everyone wants to play, and it's super helpful. I I'm always shocked when I find out other groups don't do session zero. Right, yeah, yeah, no doubt. It's yeah. just so helpful. Yeah. I mean, by I have a standard group that I've been with for years. We kind of sometimes do session zeros. We kind of usually have a grand idea of you know how each other works but you know even yeah session zeros are a thing like right now i'm switching my character up because my character does not fit the theme in that party and uh so i'm actually swapping which actually might be an interesting discussion too to have in this what happens if a player wants to swap their baby swap their baby they get adopted like yeah for example what 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 if thormkins gets adopted right now impossible that's not gonna happen let <laughs> oh. <laughs> me crush your uh, dreams for you right there. Sorry <laughs> to crush your dreams. No, well, so I can't. So I can't play a little rat, a little uh, rat orphan who's a mommy's little helper. <laughs> uh, if you wanted to swap characters, I, we could talk about that. We absolutely could. Nah, but I, I mean, I love Wonkins, but the idea is tempting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'd be so adorable. I think, so I think the thing to also keep in mind is that most games are gonna be probably only one to two sessions. So it, it wouldn't be that necessarily hard to swap up. You, you know, you could have a stable of babies that you pull from. For I have a binder full of babies. Yeah, A baby binder, okay. Those of you who are, who are new to the idea of running a game, just a session zero real quick. Um, session zero is the first time you sit down with, the, with your players to kind of discuss ground rules, in a sense. It's like, what kind of game do we want to play? Or, or what, what's the content that we're going to use? What's, it's, it's just basically for everyone to make sure that they're on the same page. And usually you'll do a little bit of character creation there. You'll do a little character creation. You'll kind of discuss the world. It's basically for so everyone can make sure that they're on the same page. It's like, we're going to, the sitter can kind of say, I would like to play this kind of silly. Is everyone okay with a silly game? Yes, we're all okay with a silly game. I would also uh, mention at that point, you can also kind of decide what are people's comfort levels with content. This is a baby game, but it can be an adult game. You can make adult jokes. Mm-hmm. We specifically, when we started our podcast, we kind of said that we were making it a family-friendly uh, kind right. of actual play podcast. So 
the jokes that we make that are not great, Steve cuts out. <laughs> <laughs> because but if, when you're with your right. friends, you can discuss what your limits exactly. are. Exactly. That everybody knows what to expect. Another great thing to speak about during session zero is how player interactions work. Am I able to make checks against my fellow players? We call that PvP or player versus player. Um, and and you're going to decide: Do we want to be able to um, hurt one another? Do we want to be or able to deceive each other, deceive or steal from steal. one another? Yeah, those are big things that can happen in game because you can use these abilities against one another. And you can say at the, and at the beginning, especially if you have children involved, you might say there's no PvP. Um, I'm not going to allow you to make checks against one, each, uh, one another that's going to hurt each other. Yeah, that it's cooperative. Evil baby party. The story takes a sideline, and we may want to play that story. Mm-hmm. Or we may want to just do a free-for-all where anything goes and half of your session is spent um, trying to hash out who stole what from who. <laughs> I mean, you're playing babies, so that very well could be the entire session. Fair enough. Who stole my cookies? Yeah. We slightly almost had that only because Thwompkins is very much against the idea of stealing binkies. Mm -hmm. So if the party went with the binky pirates, Thwompkins would have actually had a problem. Would have been an issue. Yeah. And that kind of con and that kind of conflict is okay if everybody knows that's what might happen. You know, and that's and that's the thing about kind of the session zero establishing ground rules. In the end, though, as the sitter. It is up to you to make sure that those rules are abided by and that you yourself follow them. Uh, it, it's this, it's, especially if you're playing with little kids. I've got, I have a lot of experience playing with kids and families for a while when I was doing the professional DM thing. That was my primary audience. Kids structure in games, even games like D&D or Babies and Broadswords, which seem pre-flow. Things run more smoothly when when the rules are understood and that they're enforced in a in a in a grown up way. Um, so just keep that in mind. And I've just even because you're playing babies doesn't mean you act like a baby. Exactly. Bong. You role play as a baby. You don't role act like a baby. As a baby. You're pretending to be a baby. Yeah, you're not. Yeah. I mean, for example, again, the going back to the Binky Pirate thing, I purposely had Thwompkins be distracted with building the castle while you guys were or building the house while you guys were dealing with that or talking to them about joining because. Hey, worst case, you drag Thwompkins along, he has no idea what's going on until very last right, second. Right, right. <laughs> but Jack and Aaron and Lee and Jimmy understand that, that, that Jack is playing Thwompkins a certain way, and so we'll play into that, you know, to, for, to serve as a story. But Jack disagreeing with the plan, Thwompkins disagreeing with the plan, I should say, is not necessarily Jack disagreeing with the game. Oh, hell no, and, I wanted to yeah, freaking pirate. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I, would, I, I, would, I would have made it happen. Just Tompkins wouldn't have been a happy camper. Steve actually asked me one time, he was like, are you annoyed with Jack or is Henry annoyed with Tompkins? And I said, oh, no, oh, Henry's God. annoyed with Tompkins. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, that's good. Jack's like, thank you. I was wondering. <laughs> <laughs> well, you even said during that, I know that was like the episode before. No, no. Two it was episodes a couple, back. couple episodes yeah. ago. Yeah, when they were in the hole. And you, know, yeah. you even said, you're like, oh God, Henry's coming in kind of hard here on being mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I didn't. And first off, Thwompkins is like, whatever. You know, he thinks he th- <laughs> He doesn't know any better. Thwompkins didn't even notice. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> now, when I am annoyed, it's with you as people. Um, just, just, just to put that out there. It's mainly me. It's just, it's, it's mostly, it's mostly Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, knock it off. All right. 
And that's where we're going to wrap up today. You can buy Babies and Broadswords, the book with all the rules, from Amazon and DriveThruRPG. You, uh, PDFs or physical copies, hardback and softback. Really, really, really go and check it out. Um, if you join our Patreon, you can get it for cheaper. You can get it for cheaper. And you can look at it right now. And you can look at it right now. Probably... You, don't even have to, you don't have to wait. You can get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get it before it's available uh, for, for big sales. So thank you, everyone, 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 for sticking around listening. I think this has been our longest episode. Steve, good luck editing this one. Um, it'll be a normal time amount of time when he cuts all our when crap. he cuts all of our nonsense out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, uh, as always, to all of our awesome players. Uh, check out uh, Jimmy's podcasts on D and D four twenty. Jimmy, what's the podcast Heroes name? The Heroes, Heroes of Hinterspalt. It's a very cool idea. It, it's it's basically their little ten minute rundowns of of a campaign so it's like jimmy's character is telling you the story of this awesome adventure so it's very cool so if you like your if you like your your fantasy D and and bite-sized snippets check out the heroes of hinterest vault check out lee's podcast abstract adventures uh as always it is asmr D, where the dice are all that matters uh check out jack's arts <laughs> you can uh, find my art um, pretty much uh, any social media. Type in J.R. Brabson. That's B-R-A-B-S-O-N. Um, Twitter, Facebook, what have you. Um, I got commission stuff right now. If you want to see some of, of Jack's artwork, he has done all of the backgrounds and a lot of the items in our book, Babies and Broadswords, the book with all the rules. You'll be supporting all of us. You'd be supporting <laughs> all of us. So... Check us out. Follow us on the social medias. Thank you so much for for listening uh, to another episode of Even Footing Games Presents Babies and Broadswords. And we will see you next time.